Welcome back. Um, I'm very excited about this podcast this week. I'm sure you share in that excitement as well, Dan. Yeah, definitely. Uh, this week, though, I've, I've decided I've taken a seat outside. It's, it's beautifully sunny. I've got a beer open, as we've talked about it the last couple of podcasts. I've, I've taken a dive and I've uh, oh, now you tell up. me. I could have got one ready. Yeah, no, no, no. No, no, I wanted to, I always like to sort of call you out mid-podcast. And, yeah. Yeah, so you burnt some food last week and now this week you've not got a beer, but yeah, let's just get into it. It wasn't burnt, but yeah, let's, let's crack on. <laughs> on this week we've got the legendary Tom Griffiths. How you doing? Hey man, how's it going? How's things? All good, all good. Great to hear. All good Great in the hood. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so hench now. Lockdown life is treating me well. How about yourself? Yeah, lockdown. Lockdown is treating me. It's treating me okay. I'm. I'm. I'm quite bored. If I'm honest with you, <laughs> um, there's 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 only so much um, things you can do on your own. Um, so it's, that's not that's not a joke. <laughs> 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 there's, 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 I just think. I just think. Yeah, I'm just a bit like. I don't know. My 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 weekly routine is literally like I'm 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 exercising, which is which is amazing um, for a chef, which is unbelievable. So I'm doing that. Um, I am cooking like a new, trying to do like a come up with a new dish every day for my for when Flank gets relaunched. So coming yeah. up with like the best sort of because we're gonna like we're not rebranding as such, but we kind of are because the company's going two ways. One's going to be opening a restaurant, which is going to be a bit more I don't know, just like I guess refined but not as trashy as the the other stuff we have and we'll keep the trashy stuff going and i'm kind of developing like two sides of the company at the minute so that's really fun um so i'm doing that um and yeah doing that every day going for what do i do my clap on a thursday um and that's that's good and we've got kind of got like a chart going on outside of our outside of our like because i live in like i say like i live in a block of flats i don't i live i live above a shop um and we have like there's like ten of us that all come out. We just scream and shout. And last weekend, and last week, sorry, the, there was a guy just playing like Slipknot really, really loud. It was amazing. Nice. And, we're just, and there was just like, <laughs> oh, it was amazing. It was playing like playing Slipknot. And the and the, the old lady, she must have been like eighty. She was like hey, banging along. I was like, this is just, this is this is this is the bestest thing ever. We all like, got to move kind of, to where you live. It sounds yeah, that's sounds not, great. It's not always like outside my house. <laughs> no, it's, I live in I live in um, southeast London in Broccoli. Um, and it is glorious, and, and I don't have a garden, so you're sat in the garden having a beer. I am on my rooftop. Now it sounds really glorious. That I'm on my rooftop, and it's not like that at all. It's not like I have a hot tub here with like loads of girls and <laughs> cocktails and stuff. There's like a there's like an aircon unit. Um, loads of bird shit everywhere, <laughs> just covered. You know, you know those you know those ones where you get a train station. It's just covered in bird shit. Like it's it almost looks like paint. It's that much. Um, so yes. yeah, that's that's my rooftop. Um, but so, you, so is it actually I'm, just the roof then? Is it <laughs> you you trying to describe? Yeah, it's, it's like, I've got a rooftop, it's but actually roof. it's the roof of your it's house. It's just on the, <laughs> it's on the roof, and it's just it's just um, it's above the shop. And I've managed to get my mini mini Max Green Egg out here. Oh nice! Oh cool. Um, cool. That had to go through the window, and yeah. it and it and it. I don't know how I'm gonna get it back in. That's that's the worry, but it's all right. Um, Let's keep it up there. The rooftop session. If in doubt, and this is no, this is no like being mean or anything to a big green egg, but if in doubt, it probably will crack in half because they all do, <laughs> um, and then it will just come come back in somehow. <laughs> <laughs> it's nothing against them. All ceramic barbecues do break because we 
we are terrible. Um, we don't take care of them. Um, well, I do, but, but you know. Talk, talking about the bird is. shit, are you, are you cooking in the bird shit? Because I know that you do like to cook in shit from time to time. Oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> yeah, I do. I love it. It sounds like people, thing is, people, when I say to people that, I go, oh, I, I cooked in shit once, they go, what, your own? I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> Tom oh, Griffiths in one cup. Yeah, yeah I, I know exactly. <laughs> I just, I just, I'm like, no, I didn't do it. Like, I didn't, I didn't, didn't take a dump and was like, oh, I'll just fry some bacon on that. Just yeah. like, doesn't it's not the steaming dump is not really steaming. You crazy but, chefs. I know, but I did, I did. You know what? Vice came came to me and said, like, hey, like we've got this idea. We want to. We want to cook. We want to experiment in in horse manure. And I went, well, what? What does that mean? And I had no idea what they meant by it. But obviously, the residual heat is between 70 80 degrees. And I was like, wow, this is cool. And they want what they wanted to do is they wanted to um, just cook what like a steak in it. And I was like, that's yeah. gonna make that's gonna make no content. So I decided to do a whole Christmas dinner, including the pudding, <laughs> including the custard. Like we had about 14 different things in there. And then I got incredibly drunk. Because I was like, I'm quite, I'm clearly embarrassed by my lack of science skills here. So I just got battered, and and you know what? They they really they really enjoyed it, and, and seem to this day people still talk about it, which is cool. It was awesome. It was a few years ago now. I mean, I I, I think it was. I mean, how many years ago was that? I mean, years ago. I remember two, watching it. Two or three years ago now. Yeah, yeah. And, I haven't uh, done anything since. I've been. Loads of people keep asking <laughs> to do another one. Do another one. Do like do right. cooking in piss. Yeah. I'm like, it's not it's not the same. It's like it's cooking sick. I'm like, no. No, no. Um, we we only do that in the restaurant now. Yeah. yeah it's, I think I don't know. I think I think it could I think um I think Q Gardens always they they've spoken about it before saying they'd love to get me back to do it. They said don't swear as much because they got in trouble for that apparently. Because it is the boy is is the Royal Queen's Yeah, um, yeah. Artillery and there's me just blabbering my mouth off. Um, <laughs> but the name, the name's in the title. I thought if the name's in the title, I can say what I want, but apparently you can't. Um, but that that was that was super fun, super fun stuff. Cool. Now it was a really good video. If you're not seen that video, guys, it's probably on YouTube and and or you get on Vice yeah, website. I guess. Yeah, be careful, be careful googling that. Don't put, <laughs> be careful googling that one. So I've made you a thought about before. making like a book or anything, just like a whole recipe what? book of cooking in shit. <laughs> I, I, you could, have I, the, you could I, call it like the world's shittest cookbook or something. Yeah, that would be great, <laughs> wouldn't it? Yeah. Be, I think I think you could do. The thing is, we already yeah, hold that title though. Ben. Yeah, we we've got it at the moment. But you could overtake <laughs> us. <laughs> yeah, could, could. very quickly with a few recipes. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. That's, 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 do you know what I've been thinking about? Um, is like reviewing, reviewing, not cooking in shit, but cooking shit like just cooking like the work you know when you like go into like those like really they're not i'm not going to say they're like the work but you know like news agents that kind of sell food they shouldn't sell food mm. you know the ones i mean they, they sell chocolate and cigarettes and whatnot but they shouldn't sell actual food because what they sell in there is like like those those tins like beans with like the whole breakfast in and things like that yeah yeah, yeah. do you know what i mean like, yeah. I was, like, yeah yeah all day breakfast like, and brunch in a can yeah. yeah because i think i look at it influencers and stuff now and they and they really they really sugarcoat stuff they sugarcoat shit like like you wouldn't believe like the filters does it taste and, good like, sugarcoated shit no i don't know but they yeah. make it you know when they make it just yeah, yeah. over so over the top and they, and they and everything everything they review because it's paid content or they get to eat there for free 
they they basically just review it like that's 9.9 out of 10 this is a 9.9999 out of 10 it's always amazing <laughs> and i'm like now nah, fuck that but let's 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 review the worst stuff and and um see what it's like because then no one does that no one no one um no one finds the worstest things and goes is it is it good um, one of my favorite things this year that I saw, like sort of an influencer doing, was this this American girl uh, ended up in Weatherspoons, and she she did this sort of like a, a video review of, of Weatherspoons. Oh yeah, the breakfast. And it was like yeah, yeah. She's she like, like, it's oh my god, it's two ninety nine. Like, yeah. <laughs> like yeah, the best breakfast ever, and you get free filter coffee or something. And honestly, oh, it, was, oh, it was brilliant. It was brilliant. This is amazing. That's what, yeah. I think your, you your breakfast in a tin would be a good thing to do, yeah. Yeah, that. And the, remember those, like, free Bento's pies and the Rustler yeah. burger? Yeah, I actually, you know what? <laughs> I, was, I was out of my mind once um, and with some, with some chef friends, as you do. Um, and we, we went to a service station at, like, four in the morning um, to go and get some more alcohol because we really needed more at four in the morning. Um, and, and I was like, oh... Uh, Oh, the rest of the burger. And they were like, what? And I was like, yeah. And the guy got it back to me, and we brought it back. And I didn't realize that, because I'm not, I'm not clued up about how to use a microwave properly. <laughs> and I put the whole thing in. I put the whole thing. It didn't even, even open it. It had the sauce, little packet of sauce in there still. The cheese, <laughs> the cheese was in the plastic still. This thing exploded like, like a fucking nappy. It was like, it was... It was insane. We just keep talking about shit. This guy can't even cook a Brussels burger. This guy can't even cook a burger. I can't even cook a Brussels burger. But yeah, it was <laughs> Jesus. It was it was terrible. So yeah, that that that'll be fun. But there's a lot of people that go out there and they 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 all they do order a lot of. Um, there's a lot of interesting stuff out there, right? Which which you can review um, terribly. But mm. do you do you guys do you guys. Um, I feel like I'm interviewing you, now, you guys now, but we, you guys we have, barbecue we a lot, right? Oh, yeah, we barbecue a lot. I realize that we've, we're like 10 minutes into the podcast and we didn't even say, like, hi, Tom, who are you? Tell us about yourself. We, we've gone straight yeah, yeah, into just, the... Uh... Just, just, just like, that's my fault. <laughs> Bad host. That's okay. That's all right. Is, is someone going to get a beer? That was me. Like, <laughs> going, He's on his second one already. It's only 10 <laughs> minutes yeah, in. It was going right. so well, I thought, you know, I need another beer, so. Yeah. Here we are, back, back outside. Yeah, I'll, I'll be back, back in a minute, guys. I've got to run and grab one. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tom, please, please introduce yourself to, to anyone who, who may not know who you are. Okay, so um, my name is Tom Griffiths. I am the chef and co-owner of um, two brands, one called Flank and one called Good Birds. We are situated in london um you can find us at market halls victoria and um the one in west end um and soon to hopefully after lockdowns all over and we've sorted stuff out is to have a flagship flank um because we've been running as a pop-up for like what five years now like yeah now i'm running around and it's I, i it's because i don't want i didn't really want investors um just because yeah. I, even you look at it now with lockdown, a lot of the restaurants have have investors. They will pull the plug on them, but the ones that don't are kind of stay are staying afloat, which is quite good. Um, so I kind of wanted to do it on my own. I was kind of like, well, I like the story, you know. I like kind of building stuff up because do you know what? I'm shit at running running a restaurant. Like if you told me five years ago to do it, man, I would have, I would have screwed up so bad. So I've, I'm glad I've done it slowly. I'm learning every day. Um, 
And the it's food we become did. such a staple name as well, though, it, in, in, in the London food scene, I would say definitely. But, but I mean, I live down in Devon and, and it's, a, it's a, I mean, a, known, a known name to me. So, so how, is, how has that happened? Um, I think I have, I have a, a, a chef background um, and I also dived into the sort of street food world as well. Yeah. And I think I, I know I'm not uh, like an amazing like high-end chef at all. I know I'm not that. And I didn't really want to kind of try and chase that dream. I was thinking, I was thought like if I'm going to be the best in my, my field, in my, my kind of I'll do it in the in the street world, you know, and I'm gonna I'm gonna absolutely like crush that because, to be honest, to me it's like the, it's the food that chefs actually want to eat a lot of the yeah, time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's 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 humble, it's honest. You can get hold of the greatest produce, um, and it's where all know, the best concepts come from as well. I mean, all the yeah, all the do, best concepts man. and food have always come from 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 the original street food or. Whatever, however you want to trace it back or whatever you want to look at, it's always come from. Exactly. It's all started yeah. in these. And I think, you know what, like, the, I think the only thing is, like, when I, I, I'm a big fan of New York City and L.A. I love L.A. and New York. And, and the greatest thing about there, they have, they have places that have been going a long time and they will be not jazzed up. They could be just like some dump down like the side of a um, back street and it has queues out the door. And I think... In London, we kind of don't really have that. We have a few places. We have like Bagel Bake that's still going. We have Silk Road Chinese Restaurant and like a few few places like that. But it's what's not like, like the Bagel Place in, in Brick Lane? In Brick that's Lane, quite, yeah, like yeah, that's exactly that's, Bagel Bake. That's been going. That's oh, been that going bagel? like sorry, yeah, that's Bagel <laughs> Bake. Um, and they've been going. They've been going years. But I find that I find a little bit um, in the London food scene. It's a little bit. Like everyone's trying to be the best new thing, they're trying yeah, to go. Yeah. Uh, it's just trying. Cliche, like. Yeah, it's just trying to. It's just trying to stick to something real. So, like, I I really love the the, the street aspect of it, and I and I created um, Filthy Flank, which is the second chapter of my pop up, which was started in Brighton, um, which was kind of like plates and sort of. It's all still nose to tail cookery, but it had to go more streety just because of the market, the market we we're in. And I was doing, I had a little, like, in Spitalfields Market, I had, like, 12 covers, and we're doing quite restaurant food, and we weren't really making much money, and Ben Rowland, my business partner, who deals with all the operations and financial side of the company, he had only been with the company maybe, I don't know, um, four, four months, five months, and he said to me, Tom, we're losing so much money, and I was like, oh, are we? Um, because I'm a chef and, and don't really think like that. Um, yeah. He just said to me, Tom, I want you to get really, really drunk tonight with me, and we're going to think of five dishes we want to eat when we're when we're fucked up. And I was like, okay. So we came up with we came we put my um, like a, a adaptation like a a dumpling which you might have seen before, um, a, a a naan bread because with like mm-hmm. loads of mit, like brisket and stuff in because I, I was very much like I love I kind of like kebabs but they're always in like a shitty pit of bread. And the, the meat's not very good, so I was like, "What's better than a, what's the best kebab you could have?" Well, naan bread is the naan bread is probably like the best thing to wrap it in, and like, do you know what I mean? We just kind of played around with how to make really yeah, all, the, dirty... all the best things that you want to eat, and yeah, we don't how you can bring it together. <laughs> we're not we're not a singularity concept though, because that's a really big thing in sort of in the last five years is the single product concept, which is like if you want tacos, you go to the taco place. If you want 
bow bunch you go to a bow place if you want um smoke meat you just go to like a smokehouse it all became very singular mm. and we're we're actually completely off the grain with that we 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 literally have no rules in what we do um whatsoever like i don't i don't if i like it and i think it tastes even like um for lunch today i made i really wanted the sausage and egg muffin and obviously mcdonald's is closed so i made it i was like i make it but i put the i put mushroom exo sauce in there and i crushed up loads of frazzles and chucked that in now i think any like high-end restaurants would probably find that laughable but i could sell this to any building site in london i could sell this to a lot do you know what i mean like I'll a lot of it. kids you'd be like, yeah, yeah. exactly and that's what and that's what i look at i look at i go i don't pigeonhole my my world into a certain demographic i want everyone to eat my food and i want them all to get um excited that about brings it you back to like those sort of things though where where like the dinoramas or like the street feast sort of things where everyone like you go out for dinner as a group and people sort of don't want like oh, what we're going to eat tonight you've got to pick a certain scene you've got to go to a certain place and it's very singular but but that sort of concept where you can actually have a bit of this or a bit of that or like i can have what i want you can have what you want and there's just a bit of choice a bit of difference yeah yeah it's it's i actually mentioned in a um in a it was like a live interview um with restaurant magazine and i got like people didn't really get what i was saying because I, I made no um sense of my 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 logic and analogy here but i said that um the market hall sort of places or the dinoramas on the street feast are basically like giant weather spoons and what I mean by that, <laughs> wait, wait for it. Wait for it, wait for it. Wait for it. What I mean by that is that they have um, they have a huge bar, which you can get loads of booze from, and they have a menu, which has hundreds of different types of cuisines on there. And that's essentially what these market hall, these street food places are. They are a place with a massive bar in and a, a menu of loads of different types of cuisines. But they're all done by artisan kind of decent chefs, and so they're all just coming from one kitchen by a yeah, yeah. spotty sixteen-year-old. Um, <laughs> God, can you imagine working the Weatherspoons? <laughs> How many microwaves do you reckon the Weatherspoons has? You'd be fired straight away. You can't even cook a rustler's burger. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, I'm it. I was fired. Yeah, like, can't even cook in a Weatherspoons. <laughs> broken another microwave. Get him out of here. Yeah, they'd, they'd get rid of me straight away. They'd be like, but do you know what? Do you know? Do you know what? There's, there's. A, a good something I kind of um, was thinking about with like staffing recently is that we um, we really have it hard as when it comes to staff, and I think all industries, all all the hospitality industry does, of course, like across the ball. But I think we particularly have it really hard because a lot of high end restaurants put an ad out, and most people that come and work for them tend to have all already have experience because they want to work, they really want to work in a high-end or a Michelin-style restaurant or whatever. So they tend to have either college experience, they've worked in a few hotels before or something. For us, we cook everything from scratch. We make um, all our own pickles, we brine all our meat, we do all our own butchery, we do everything, right? We do absolutely, you name it, we do it. But because it's on a tray or it's like wrapped up in a box or whatever, a lot of chefs go, oh, I don't want to do that because it's not got a microherb and a swish and, and some like lame spunky foam on top. Um because it doesn't do that, they go, "Oh, it's not. That's not. That's not what I'm about." So we tend to get people that are from Weatherspoons and Leon. And I honestly, we have. I have. I had a sous chef. He was deemed as the second chef for my head chef Canada, um, who wanted. Uh, I think it was like 26, 28 grand a year plus um, 
your 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 trunk and stuff what you get on top of that um and he was like he came in and did his trial and whatnot and Kansas City he was all right he could you know flip a burger but when but that was just for service but then when it came to doing doing the prep I was like right we're gonna make mayo and he literally got butter cream out um <laughs> I was like what are you doing with this he's like we're making mayo I was like have you ever made it before he's like no I was like what so we we really we really struggle with um it's all about training of course but we're starting yeah. with not we start with nothing like honestly some of these guys have they have they have never done a thing and it's because they a lot of people think that street food is in the same bracket as as Leon as um, Itsu and a lot of these like kind of chains yeah. fast food joints like no no it's it's exactly the same as a as a restaurant but we just put it on a tray instead of on a tablecloth and and yeah. with your with your micro herbs um, I'm not saying I'm not I'm not saying that that's a bad thing it's just it's just we're, we're. I would say we're very, very similar. Our execution is just very different, mm. um, and they they have they have excellent properties either way. Like I'm a massive fan of, of some high end restaurants. Um, we just we obviously we just we just attract different people, I guess. Yeah. Um, but well, our hours are better and stuff, I guess. Yeah. I spent the last two years living in in Malaysia, and I mean, as in, in KL, yeah, there are some pretty high end restaurants as well, but. Mainly your 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 average meal out was was some sort of street food or or street vendor or, or whatever it may be and, and that's basically what I've lived on for the last two years and some of the meals that they prepare are are just I mean the, the amount of effort that's gone into some of these dishes that they they cook and prepare and spend days or fermented all of the condiments and this and that and the amount of execution like you're saying or the skill that's gone into it is just mind blowing and some of the most delicious foods that you you would ever eat mm, that's again, it because it's because it's served from a street uh, street stall or something it might be, i don't know maybe it's i don't know it's just there uh, i guess is it just a maybe a, a, res, a lack of respect thing for 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 what it for what it is i don't know but some of the yeah, best food it's... i've had is is from those sort of settings definitely it's it's um i think i think a lot of that's what it's about right it's just getting getting um stuck in and and cracking on with like just some of the tastiest food going I, i've found some right places in london like i i never thought I'd, I'd find i'm like wow what's this and when i was in new york i found some some little hot spots and i think you just you just travel around and you just find there's a place opposite literally opposite my flat which is a Malay, called a malaysian deli and they do this um sambal it's like dry it's like a dry sambal yeah um with um shredded it's, it's shrimp um shredded like dry fish and yeah. um chicken like minced chicken and it's just phenomenal you kind of like and they make these rotis like literally like in a, on a burner but you know the electric hobs yeah, she literally just cooks the rotis directly onto these things. It's just so it's so it's so dodgy. It's probably going to burn down one day, but it's it's <laughs> it's, 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 it's still oh, making man. me hungry. I'm I'm regretting not having lunch. And when I, when you said frazzles earlier, I was pretty hungry. But now <laughs> now you've taken it to the next level. Now it's yeah, it's, it's a lot of the stomach's turned inside inside out. <laughs> so what do you what do you guys what do you guys like really? What if, is there anything you like you you've been cooking over? lockdown that you've really wanted or you've been not been able to because i'm finding it hard to get hold of some certain stuff i've been really enjoying it i, I feel just before i answer that i just feel like we, i need to clear up the reference to microwaving because we're uh we're going to get a lot of abuse on our messaging because 
me and Dana famous for a TV appearance where we were baking a cake on the barbecue and the weather was not on our side and we were losing temperature and we only had five minutes left to serve a cake to the, to our judges. So I just went, I'll just chuck it in the microwave for five minutes. And <laughs> we, we became quite famous as the barbecue chefs that finish it on the microwave. So I uh, just wanted to make sure we reference that because we will get a lot of abuse off this episode if we've allowed you to get all the stick for microwaving after our turn out to Michael Keynes. <laughs> is that is that who it was for? Yeah, Michael yeah. Keynes and Prue Leaf. <laughs> wow, I bet they loved it, didn't they? Uh, yeah, apparently they could taste that it was cooked in a microwave. I'm not sure how they did that. Though. Oh, what are they talking about? What are they ta- that's what the are power of TV. <laughs> that's just that's Ooh, what I mean. It tastes slightly different. Uh, how is were this they, cooked? <laughs> were, they, were, they, were they trained by the same bullshit rhetoric as Donald Trump? Like, come on. Like, that's, that's just that's nonsense. No one, like, you know, where you taste the vibrations in your mouth, yeah. it's like a bag of fucking Skittles. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> shit. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, who lives by the sea? Who lives? Who's, I can hear a seagull. Uh, both um, of us. <laughs> we both do. Yeah, yeah. Ben lives in Brixham, so he has the the best seafood on his doorstep. So that's probably helping his his lockdown scenario uh, quite a lot. I can imagine. I'm really jealous. Like in London, it's. Do you know what? It's it's really it's really weird because lockdown in a city is bizarre, and you're kind of used to getting hold of really good stuff. And we have like two local shops and a and a decent sort of um, greengrocer deli place called Jones of Broccoli, and that does sell some really cool stuff. But obviously, your average stuff you've got two little tiny little supermarkets, and the queues for them are unbelievable. Every day, it's it's just it's it's insane. So I've got into um, I'm quite I've been quite lucky. I've had like different people send me stuff and. I send things to other people and, and we kind of trade off and bits and bobs like that because obviously I'm a meat chef, so I get hold of loads of meat and then my other chefs and they like do a lot of fish, like I'll swap out with them. So that's been quite yeah. fun. Um, yeah, so if you want to do any trades, guys, yeah. like, you know, <laughs> I'll post it down, but you've got to be careful because a lot of these post offices, I got sent some fish and I think it had been sat there for a while. It wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't too good. Um, but a little wash, <laughs> I still no, I wash, still chuck it in the microwave, no worries. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly that. Call it fermented, and it's yeah. all good. Yeah, that's that's a thing now, isn't it? Like a lot of people, um, yeah, dry a lot of people get fish is a thing at the moment as well, isn't it? Yeah, well, that's that. Josh, Josh Nillard, I went to one of his um, one of his talks at um, the what's it called? Something, something Masons. Help me out here, guys. That big department store, I can't remember. Something Masons, um, Fortnum and Masons, or something like that. I don't Fortnum. know. I went, yeah, Fort, Fortnum, Fortnum, yeah, Fortnum and Masons. Yeah, I yeah. went. I went there, and he he did a massive demo and a talk, and um, did all this like mad mad shit with the fish. And I was like watching him, and I was like, this is this is awesome. But to be honest, like you only get, you only get you get this whole massive side of. Um, let's say salmon or whatever, and obviously that's used in. But the head is only going to serve like two people. Like what? You can't you can't put that on your menu as a thing because it just doesn't it doesn't work. Like it, I get what he's doing. It's amazing to learn, but I think I think it was, I think practically speaking, a lot of restaurants can't do that. And I was I was 
um, really interested in how how we could do this on mass scale. I would like to mm. see what he thinks of next if he opens more. Like how because it's really like it's really amazing to see a lot of restaurants like Silo and um, St John and myself do like a lot of nice tell stuff. But then I try and think practically like if we were to like get I don't know um, Leon or McDonald's to go into that sort of realm of of using everything. Like how is it commercially viable? Or are we gone too far where processes just become a certain way where it can't be changed. I don't know. Like, yeah, interesting. That's another, up for debate. That's another podcast on its own, I think. That, that is, yeah, yeah. Do you guys have any like mad questions for me? Well, apart or... from what you can cook in shit, yeah. Um... <laughs> that's, that's, that's all. That's all, that's all, I'm, that's all so, I can That's do, all we know you for. Um... You can only do microwaves and I can only do shit. So. Yeah. <laughs> you can do yeah. microwave yeah. shit. Yeah. I, I I've really enjoyed speaking to you, Tom. It's been absolutely awesome. Like I I feel like we could talk to you for hours and hours. So I would really like it if at some point you'd come back and chat to us again. I feel like we haven't even scratched the surface around. Like you've said, you're a meat chef, but we haven't even really talked about the food that you're serving up so much. We've talked. This about, is all my fault. I got carried yeah. away with myself here, and just the beer was flowing. The sun was out, and. But, I got completely yeah. carried away and we <laughs> went halfway into the podcast without even really introducing Tom. So I'm, yeah. I, I apologize. I, I, I hope I hope that that people have enjoyed this episode as much as I have because it's been my favourite one so far this season. Oh, I shouldn't say that. All the other guests are oh, going to be offended. Don't be biased, now. mate. That's, a, that's offensive, isn't it, to say that? Um, but go, I, I feel like yeah. we could talk so much more. I want to talk about uh, Good Birds. I want to talk about Meetopia. I saw you were on the line up there. Um, I've seen so many different things that I still want us to chat about. I was scrolling back through your feed this morning, looking through posts, and there was um, something about a pig head cabbage. And I've got so many questions. So I think we should schedule you in before you get too busy again to give us a little sneaky episode two of you. For sure, man. Let's 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 catch up anytime. Just give me give me a shout. And we can we can talk and maybe we'll get some questions for some, from some viewers yeah, and see yeah, what we'll do that. See what they see what they want to see. Do a little bit of Q and A on it. Yeah, um, definitely. But yeah, hit hit me up anytime, and then maybe we can do um, episode two of Cooking and Shit, and you guys can be special guests. <laughs> yeah, and and you can bring in Michael. Bring a microwave. Along. Yeah, bring your microwave along. Wheel that shit along. Yeah. We'll get Michael Keynes and Prue Leaf to eat it and see what they think. <laughs> oh, I can taste the shit in this. Um, <laughs> No shit. Yeah, be, uh, exactly. It'd be great. All right, guys. Well, thank, thanks so much. Yeah, um, thanks for coming on. Yeah, before keep, you go, can sorry. you just let people know where they can find you on like, social media and websites and stuff like that? Yeah. So um, the, the website, flanklondon.com. My social handle is Tom underscore Griffiths underscore. And then the restaurant um, handles are Flank London and Good Birds London. Um, I won't drop my number in there as well. There's a lot. There's a lot going on. But yeah, just, <laughs> just, 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 yeah. Check all it out and just Google my name, or whatever. If you want to see more of the stuff I post, um, and there's loads and loads of content. And I am dropping in um, a few more videos soon as well, so people can pe- people can keep up to date about you know what to do in lockdown, like really cheats, hacks, butchery um, ideas, all kinds of bits and bobs. And it's all really simple stuff. It's not. I'm not like pushing the boat out and doing technical stuff because I think that's kind of pointless. That's my job to do that. Um, your job is to eat it. Perfect. And I think if uh, I'm getting a lot of messages from people that are running out of charcoal whilst the lockdown's on, so 
maybe you could knock up a quick video about how, your bed, how, how they could cook it in their fire. own shit or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah, they could do that. Like, it's like, do you know what? Like before, just one funny thing. Before I, I, I obviously I said to you before I live above a shop, and there's um, at the back of where I live, there is a like a little tiny little outhouse, and there's there's a few people that live in there, and they were making a barbecue, a little like drum barbecue thing, and I kid you fucking not, they were chopping up a bed and using it as firewood. There you have it. There was just <laughs> I filmed it, I put it, I put it on the internet. I was like, this mate, they're just chopping this bed up like a. Like a wooden frame, and they're like, "Oh, I would just burn that." And this thing was varnished up. There was like green flames coming. <laughs> I, I'm going like... to one up you here. At Christmas yeah. market. There was like this massive offset smoker at Christmas market, selling like briskets, pulled pork, all the rest of it. It was shaped like a train, and uh, and out the back they had all these pallets and just mismatch of just. Uh, I think they'd gone to the tip, and gone to the wooden section and just bought any wood that was, yeah, there. was like fence so, panels oh, and everything. Yeah. And they were literally burning the hat. Sorry, an action man on. Just <laughs> getting all the toys from Secret Santa and just chucking them. All right, man, that's that's so wrong. Like, <laughs> like Pre-Leaf and Michael Caines would definitely taste it then. Yeah. Like, oh, this tastes like a fake Ron Seal. Oh, is this Ron from Seal. Home Base? <laughs> oh, with a hint of Home Base. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. disgusting. <laughs> right. Cheers, Tom. Nice to speak to you. Guys, thank, thank you so much. You Peace soon. out, all right? Take Cheers. Easy. Stay safe. Bye. 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 Bye.